This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson, from the Bay to L.A. and beyond, baby, beyond, way beyond, like, like beyond, like, like keep going beyond and beyond that and beyond. I think you get the point. Yo, if it's your first time or your last time, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're you're conscious. I'm happy you're listening. I'm happy you're sharing. People are the moment. I'm 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 a little excited. If you can't if you can't hear it in my voice, because I always I'm always a little excited, but I'm a little excited because uh, the momentum is picking up. You know, a, a year of podcasting, and I'm starting to pick up some momentum of listeners. Uh, followers and and I'm appreciative of you. Uh, this is good because you know the topic of today. It, it's a sensitive topic, but you know um, I think I can speak on it because I speak from my own experience, and and I, I think I have something great. So insane. Uh, going back to what I was saying before, I get sidetracked. That you know I get sidetracked easily. Um, but in, in saying that, in saying, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> now I could stop this right now and, and just start recording again, but I, I would just keep going. We're, look, people, we're, we're only human, you know, actually, I'm, I'm not going to say that. Let's take that away. We're not just human. We are living conscious beings of light living in a a holographic environment and just as crazy as that for you to receive that and hear that just think about how crazy it is for me to actually say it i mean i've been on the planet for quite a while you know nearly four or five decades half a century um I've come into some realization and some reflection based on life, my life experience and living in different realities and self-help books. I'm a self-willed, self-successful person. That's who I am. That's who I want you to be. So today we're talking about, ooh, we're talking about a really deep and sensitive subject. And that is suicide. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, suicide, it's a suicide. I'm not making fun of it. It's just there used to be a song in the 80s uh, rap song called, you know, the lyrics. I don't think it was called suicide, but that was their hook. Suicide, it's a suicide. Suicide is nothing to even play with, joke with. Um, uh, you know... I woke up this morning and the reason why I'm speaking on this topic is because, you know, I, I've been receiving questions and, you know, from some of my younger generation Z followers and, and they're, they're all pretty much saying the same thing. You know, they just feel helpless and they're in a dark place. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's, let's, uh, let's talk about this. So what what can I speak on to regards to depression? Um, I believe, okay, let, let's start with 
how this started this morning. And, and this is why I don't go to my phone immediately when I wake up, because I, I want to be conscious of the words and intake of what I want to start off my day with. And something pulled me in to look at my phone. I usually look at my, looking at my phone in the morning is, is the last thing I do in preparing to get up after a good night's rest. So in looking at my phone, of course, I go to Instagram and uh, there's a message uh, or a posting from Sadi Guru and he's talking about suicide. He's talking about a Bollywood, Bollywood, I'm sorry, Bollywood uh, and Bollywood is like the Indian version of Hollywood that a Bollywood actor in his 30s um, committed suicide. And he went on to say that there every 40 seconds someone is taking their own life. And I think every year or every, yeah, every year there's like 800,000, 800,000 people kill themselves. It's, it's the highest morbidity, morbidity is more, it's a high ass number. It's a high number for people to be exiting themselves because of whatever the reasons are mostly emotional thoughts something someone said something someone did uh not having that professional uh um uh, outreach uh not knowing where to turn um and i don't know what those numbers look like in as far as the ages but i know a lot of teenagers are, are committing suicide. I, I, I fear to even look at the number and see what that is prior to COVID. Um, prior to COVID, during COVID, and after COVID. I, I, I really, I don't think I want to look at those numbers. That's why I'm doing this podcast today, talking about the subject, because I can talk about it. You know why? I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there, yo. Um, depression, anxiety, um, you know, this is an insane world. If you, if you're saying, oh, this stuff is so insane. It's crazy. You would be absolutely right. This is a very insane world, but this isn't the end. This is just the beginning. This is, this is an experience. This is what you are here to experience. You're not here to experience suicide. You're not here to take yourself out. You know, you're not here for that. So let's start with that. Growing up, um, my childhood was, now I know I have the words for it, traumatic. There were traumatic experiences that happened in my life early on, as it does for many young children. Um, but when you're in the happening, you don't really, you can't really conceptualize what is really going on. Um, meaning, you know, I was born in the early seventies. So, and let me take you back a little bit. If I was born in the early seventies, that means I was just born just a few years after a lot of, a lot of stuff that just that just affected the 
planet affected humanity. You know, the assassination of JFK, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, the civil rights movements. I mean, the war, wars. This stuff is insane, people. So as a child, you know, I'm just eyes wide open and just kind of looking at the world around us. And one thing Sadi Guru brought up in his message uh, this morning on his post was that he's pointing the finger at our educational system. And I have to tell you that that is where he's 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 2000 percent correct he's saying they're they're on systems they teach us how to go outward how to fix everything out there how to work for people how to do this but they never teach you at an early age how to go within you know um it's more than a pledge of allegiance or a or a prayer you know what about you what about you know when life happens, you know, how do you deal with that? Now, I grew up in a household, single family household, several uh, brothers and sisters, several. I won't say how many, but several. Uh, different dads, same mother. It's pretty common in African-American households. I don't know why. It's just what it is. Um, my dad decided to exit stage left. You know, I don't want any responsibilities for these kids. Ah, get out of my face, kid. You bother me. That is a cold piece of work. It happened, though. It happened. It happened in a cluster of happenings. And let me share with you what, what I mean. Around this time, my grandfather had um, had his foot amputated from diabetes. So he no longer is preaching. We're no longer in church, but then we start going to church, a bigger church, a big church. Um, then my grandmother passes, like out of nowhere. She's like 60-something years old. She wasn't in bad health, not that we knew of. She was just, you know, healthy. I mean, just... Came out of nowhere. So you add that. The death of a classmate by, um, he was killed on the motorcycle accident. Um, I can just keep going. The death of another classmate. He was shot point blank in the chest in uh, the first year of high school. Um, now this is, this stuff I'm, I'm sharing with you. This all happened. This was a happening in my life, in my experience. Before I even reached 16. Before I even reached 16, yo. So, when you reach 16, what, you're you're four years from 18 or four, three, four years from the age that you will be exiting high school? So, that's heavy. I, I'm not even done, I'm, but I'm going to stop there with the traumatic experience that could have put me into a very depressed mode. Now, here's the thing. I was depressed 
but I didn't know what depression meant. I never even heard the word before. Depression, just so you know, depression, anxiety, all those words and things that they've come up with, they were never spoken or said. It was never even brought up that those words didn't exist. They did not exist. I'm telling you, these words did not exist. Probably in the past 25 years, they made its way into our culture and, and into, you know, in the mouths of doctors and whatever. But I'm here to tell you, you weren't hearing any people talking about they were depressed in the 70s or, you know, they may have been sad, but they weren't depressed and they weren't talking about it. And they weren't, there was no medicine to take for it. It's like, you de- here's the other thing. My childhood, through those traumatic experiences, there was a whole lot of good too. There was a whole lot of good. I mean, we camped, we, we went fishing, we, we had barbecues all the time. There was always a birthday party. My God, that's why I don't like birthday cake to this day. <laughs> Serious. Anything that's birthday cake, I'm like, nah, I'll pass, man. I mean, yeah. So there were happy times, but there was like, you'd be super, super happy. Oh, life is going, blah, blah, blah. Then bam, something happens that just, and, and the coldest part is not the happening. It's the, what happens after the fact. No one sits down and talk to you about it. No one knows how to sit down and talk to you about it. They just think, oh, you'll be all right. Oh, everything is okay. That is the African-American way. And I think it needs to stop and go away like yesterday. You will not be all right. And you will not be okay. (laughs) You know, you can't laugh it off. You can't sweep it under the rug. You got to talk about it. And you got to find professional help or someone who is conscious enough to hear what you have to say. This, oh, you'll be all right, you'll be okay, is not the way to go. Because you're not going to be all right, and you're not going to be okay. You, If you're going through something, you've gone through just a third of what I explained, what I've gone through in my teenage years. And you're going through that now, just even a, a blinking of it. I'm, I'm, I'm here to share you that you're not going to be all right unless you do something about it. And what is the doing about it? Now, here, I stopped at 16 because it's just too much to, it's too much to actually voice, you know, in one podcast. And I don't want to go too deep into that. Just want to share with you the origin of where my depression had started. Am I depressed now? Am I depressed in 2020 prior to this COVID, in COVID? I would say no. I'm not depressed. Um, I have thoughts of, you know, what can I do for me right now moving forward to uh, live, you know, have a roof over my head. Right now I have a roof over my head. It's temporarily, it's temporary, um, but I have one. Um, I mean, everything is temporary, right? So let's scratch that. I have a roof over my head, plain and simple. I have a roof over my head right now. Done. I can take a shower. Bam. That's big. I can eat. I can cook food. That's huge. Three, four months ago, I had a roof over my head, but I didn't know if that roof was going to cave in 
or I was going to be in the rain somewhere. You know what I mean? On the streets, homeless. So I know right now in the living presence right now, no, I am not depressed. And why, what, what have I done to take myself out of a, a, a altered state of being? I did a lot. Did I seek professional help? At one point in my life, I did. Did it work? It absolutely. I believe that first step of finding professional help is the way to go. Because it it showed me, it gave me the tools and the words to, to pull myself out if ever I'm there again. Because in this professional uh, communication and interaction with, you know, the therapy, uh, therapy group and therapy sessions 101, um, I have to be honest. I have to be really, really honest. I'm always honest, but I have to be really, really honest. I didn't take the medication that they were prescribing. I did at first because I was just desperate to, you know, okay, I have insurance. So yeah, sure. Whatever. Sessions, medicine, cool. But after a while, there was something in my psyche, in my consciousness that said, man, what are you doing? You, <laughs> this, this medicine is going to mess your brain up. This, you may not ever. And the medicine, I can't remember what I was taking. This was, um, they had prescribed me a lot. And I was just like, they were like, yeah, you got to take it a little bit and let it kick in for a minute. And, you know, you're going to feel a little this, you know, some side effects, but uh, you'll be all right. I'm like, yeah, right. I get home and I, I would go online and search all the side effects. I'm like, whatever. And then I actually took some of the medicine and then I observed myself with, you know, with the medicine in my system. It, it is not a good feeling at all. So don't think any kind of uh, subscription medicine is the way to go because it is not the way to go. And let me share with you some of the side effects I have with some of these anxiety and depressional medicines. Then I'm going to go into how I got, how I pulled myself out of this after the professional help. I would, they would say, take one of these tablets and, you know, one, like one or two or three a day. And then you spread it out, you know, throughout the day, maybe one in the morning, one with lunch, one with breakfast, one with dinner, whatever. Right. So. I'm staring at the computer, I'm typing, you know, I was working, uh, I was working at the state at the time. So I'm, um, state. Yeah. I was working for the state and I'm entering data and someone called my name. I went to, you know, turn and, you know, cause my back was to them. I hated where I, you know, I hated that position I worked in cause I don't like having my back towards people. And, um, someone, uh, called my name and I turned around real quick and it's as if, my eyes or my focus on the computer was delayed with my brain turning. You get what I'm saying? It's like slow motion. It's like when I went to turn, my phys- my physical head, eyes, head turns, 
but it's like I'm still looking at the computer. It took a while to catch up. So then I turned back and the same thing happened. I was like, no way, no hell no. And there's this taste that the medicine leaves in your in your mouth. And well, the fact that it was messing with my brain, that was that was enough for me. So I said, you know what? And when I say I said, <laughs> it wasn't the I said, it was the I am. It was the God in me, the conscious that came out. It's like, look, you don't need those meds. You know, you, you're bigger than this. Um, you know, you, you found the help. You, you got to sit in the therapy session and listen to other people's story. And that's the thing, too. You might think that your life is just not the best or not going how you want it to go who whose life is right now you know who not just because of covid but period who life has been going the way they want it to go we we're not in control we're just just bathing in the experience so things aren't gonna go your way you know what do you do about that i mean you, you pray about it, you meditate about it, you come up with another plan, <laughs> you move forward. I was, it was a point, another point I was going to make. But the medicine wasn't the way. So I sought out, and it's almost like I'd forgotten, but I've, I've, always, I've always been to self-help books, always. Always the metaphysical books, always the self-healing books. I got tons of them, 300 to be exact. Reading, cross-referencing, utilizing, doing, whatever. When you ask yourself, you know, what can I do for me? That is you asking God, the creator, the consciousness, whatever is holding all of this together. You're asking, hey, what can I do for me? You're asking yourself, what can you do for you? And you answers, <laughs> you answer in the form of your consciousness, asking questions, guiding you towards the right book, the right words in that book. And for the record, you know, no one reads the same. No one reads a book the same. Everyone reads differently. So if you just pick up, a, if you buy a book and you just read the back of it, the back cover, the front cover, the contents, you know, maybe... Remember uh, in, in high school or school, uh, they would say, you know, read this chapter, but skip those chapters. That's that's how you read. You know, read the stuff that works for you, that that works for you and, and, and skip around. It's OK to skip around. There might be some relevant information that you need. Go to the context, you know, of the book and pick that out and read that subject and come back to it. Um. The other day, I spoke about Mark Walden. Um, he's a neuroscientist. And he had some really, if you guys, if you search this guy out, he's on YouTube. His name is Mark Robert Walden. Yeah, that's his name. Um, I don't have the material in front of me. But he was talking about some breakthrough stuff that just, oh, man, I'm sitting there going, are you kidding me? He's been studying and and he has this program in 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 uh in, in universities mba programs about how 
your attention span, you don't you don't have attention deficit disorder. That's just how the brain works. You can't sit down and read an entire book without you stopping and being distracted or daydreaming. But based on the studies, he said, that's perfectly exactly what you're supposed to be doing. In between reading, taking those breaks, yawning, you know, yawning, uh, um, uh, daydreaming, even taking a little cat nap and waking up and reading some more. This is, and I'm, I'm excited about this because if you can't, if you can't hear it in the voice, because the educational system, and I go back to that because Saudi Guru said it's the education that they don't teach you these things, but even in this learning how to read and, and learning that, you know, our brains are all different and the process is differently and, and daydreaming in between reading and even said an hour long class is ridiculous. I I was always saying that. I was like, why are we in class for so long? Why is this teacher taking? So I would be looking at the clock like, is this almost over? Because I, I'm getting a little fidgety and I would I, I would always finish first. And that's not always a good thing, but. This stuff was, this stuff was easy for me. I mean, English, history. I mean, a lot of people didn't study. I didn't study. It was too damn noisy to study in my house. <laughs> so I would learn the stuff right then and there, absorb it, test come up, ace it. I didn't even have to look at the information again. I already knew it from when it was, when we read about it and talked about it in class. It's like, how much? So I'm saying all this to say that you know, he's right. He's right about the education system. It didn't teach, but it's up to you to find those authors, those books, someone in your life that that has the wisdom and that is conscious enough to hear you out and give you some some pointers on 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 why you need to live, <laughs> you know, why it's important that you live. I mean, you take yourself out. It's not going to help anybody. It's not going to. Uh, yeah, it's not going to help anybody. It's not going to help your friends, your family. Maybe get, gotten to the point where, oh, my friends hate me. My friends. No, I don't have any friends. Blah, blah, blah. Um, maybe you need to work on that. Call your friends. up. You know, don't burden them with your. Your problems, just call them up and. You know, leave a message, say, hey, I just want to hear your voice. Um, I want to know that I have friends that care about me. That's it. Uh, you're not my doctor, but I think you're a friend. Uh, call me back, please. You know, keep it simple like that. And then when they call back, keep the conversation. Set, set an alarm when they call. So you're on the phone for like maybe five, 10 minutes and set that alarm. Say, you know, hey, man, uh, I'm setting the alarm for 15 minutes when it goes off. I probably should go to something else or just if you want to keep talking. Cool. It's so many ways. It's called compassionate communications. Follow through. Um, I hope my talk today is is really getting through to someone, anyone, everyone. Because there was so many times throughout my life and it happens because 
it's validated. This is an insane world. But this insane world is not who you are. Who you are is internally. Who I am is internally. And it's too too many times that we're looking outward. You know, we're judging. We're being judged by by who? By who? Our peers? Our, by man? Man didn't make you. Man didn't make anything. <laughs> man doesn't pay your rent. You give man a little work. Man helps you. You guys work together and all is good. So why should somebody's opinion of you even matter? It's my point. It's my point. Why should somebody matter if they don't matter? I'm talking about suicide, people. This is serious, serious. And I'm just, my brain can't even wrap around that number of 800,000 people offing themselves. This is also the... um, Anniversary. He would have been 69 years old. Robin Williams, one of my favorite, favorite actors of all time. And I think I like Robin Williams because of um, I grew up watching Mork and Mindy. And that was just a fun show. You know, a guy from outer space. I feel like I'm from outer space. He goes and meditate and talks to his higher, you know, uh, consciousness and um, he helps humanity. What a beautiful story, right? Then he falls in love with a, with an earthling and, and gets married. And then they cancel the show. I don't know why they cancel the show. Oh, I think I think he had a kid, and the kid was John Witherspoon. No, not John Witherspoon. That's, that's the black actor. It was uh, the other uh, the other actor, dude that used to always. I forget his name. Damn it. I forget his name. Anyway. Rest in paradise, Robin Williams. What I want to say to people is that, you know, the only people that that benefit or the only thing that's... There's no benefit. I'm sorry. The folks that suffer the most are those who, who loved you or liked you the most. To have that in their head that, you know, you you took your own life because of maybe something they said or something they didn't say or them not answering the phone or calling you back or my thing is just be there for people. Um, right now, we're we're our, we're each his own psychologist. Uh Trust me, I I reached out to 30, 35 psychologists. Um, this was in 2016. I had a nervous, another nervous breakdown. But that's a whole nother story. But I reached out based on the um, health insurance to these, this, these lists of 30 psychologists, all women. Do you know not till this day, not one of them called me back, not one. So what, what's a brother to do? A brother is to do and go back to the things that he learned years prior to pull himself by the bootstraps up out of depression, anxiety. And um, I'm going to say this. 
If you have friends who are judgy, who are, who think they are preachers and ministers in their own right, you know, they talk to their kids like they're, they're, uh, you know, like they own them. <laughs> you don't own anything in this world, but your, but the ass that's on your back. <laughs> hilarious when I hear people talking about their children. It's not your children. These children belong to the earth and we need to protect them at all costs. But, um, yeah, steer away from people who think they know what they're talking about because they can actually make your situation worse by talking to them. I had someone who was really close to me saying, oh, you know, yeah, you gone, you've been depressed before. You gone down depression before. You know, what is it? What is it? Is it something you did? Must have been something you did. And I'm listening. I'm just listening to this person in, in awe, like in, in dismay, like, is this mofo talking to me like this? I mean, I, I don't even want to tell you the thoughts I had in my head, but I had a broken ankle. So what could I do? Couldn't do anything. I just listened to what he had to say. And I was like, you know what? If if me and this person never talks again ever in life, I will be 100% okay. And if you find yourself in that situation where someone is just giving you all the wrong information or just coming at you sideways with with stuff and not even knowing your your full situation and judging you on some shit you walk away from it you know because words can hinder you man words can mess you up and you don't know how messed up that person is so you probably shouldn't be talking to them in the first place i reached out to a person thinking that they would actually i didn't even reach out to the person they called me asking about my life ain't that <laughs> i think I, I didn't call that person that person called me and I'm thinking we're about to get into a conversation about business and, and how I can help that person. Then they flipped it around. To, oh, you're always depressed. And oh, I'm like, wow, seriously, you know me like that? I don't think you know me like that, partner. You ain't talked to me in two, three days. You ain't talked to me in two, three years. And you call me out of the blue and tell me what you think my problem is. That's when you. When that happens, <laughs> you get your book, and I hope you have a journal. I hope you're still listening to. If you got a journal, you write those names. I did it. You write those names down in your book. You think about all the people that you think could help you in a way to give you some really awesome advice or input. You write those names down. And as you come to have conversations with them, you know, you either scratch their name out or you keep it unscratched out. That's how you determine on who who are the people in your circle that are good for you and the ones that are not. Not saying that you you have to hate, you have to dislike or or or, or, or give no more love to that person. But basically, that's what you're doing because you you don't care. They they're. They're not helping you. You're not helping them. So you see them out in the streets. Hey, how you doing? Keep it moving. That's that's pretty much it. Um, energy is is everything. And you just have to be more conscious about the kind of energy you let in as well as the energy that you pull out. Because people are really 
crafty at um, energy zapping. That's right, energy vampires. And a lot of lot of lot of folks don't even know that they're doing it. It's up to you to recognize and go. Oh, hold up, uh, you know, I hear what you're saying. Um, nope, not today, not today. Uh, let's talk about uh, ice cream and cookies. Where do you bake in the day? You know, that's how you do that. That's how you do that. I don't mind talking to people because I'm all right with that. I I I build a psychic. Um, barrier around me when I'm talking to people nowadays. I, I don't allow people to just blurt out shit to me. Um no, it just just won't happen. Um and I, I monitor the kind of conversations I want to have. You're always in control. That's all I'm gonna say. You're always in control of how you want to receive information and how you put out the information. That you are in control of. The, ex- the external world of things? No. So I'm a belly up on this podcast. Um, it's a really sensitive matter. And, you know, there's a saying, you can't help everybody, but you can help somebody. I don't know if that's an actual saying. I might have just made that up. And that's how I feel. I-, I can't help everybody, but I can guide a few or I can help some. And as I said in the beginning, if this is your first time or your last time listening to my podcast, I'm happy you stopped by. Um, I hope you listen in more often. I hope you send me an email and share some thoughts with me that I can share on the podcast. It's uh, ihvpnetwork at gmail.com. And uh, we take it from there. So before I end the podcast, I'm going to read one of the cards I pulled last night, you know, I always pull, I don't always, but I should, I should get into the practice of pulling one every day. And it's, it's what I call these conscious cards. Um, they have affirmations on them, you know, uh, and, and you kind of go into your meditative state, your silence, and you, you, you talk to your heartbeat, you let your heartbeat, you know, the, the flowing and, Silence and breath, and then you ask of the universe, you know, what, 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 what message does the universe have for you today? And so the message I got last night was soul experience, so on point. Let me read this message to you, then we're out. We are all here to experience life in many different, unique ways. Some experiences are already planned for us before we are born. Imagine that. They are soul experiences. The situation you are seeking an answer to is a soul experience. It is never meant to be understood on a conscious level. It is all part of the experience of your evolving soul in this lifetime. The action to take, make peace where you are right now. Be present. Don't focus on the past or the future. Know in your heart everything is okay. The affirmation for the day is I honor my divine heart and I make peace with this situation. Bam! In your face. Out of here. I'm about to drop some cookies in the oven because mom's just called and she's like, I'm down to my last rum raising cookie bar where my cookies, you cookie monster. She actually called me a cookie monster. I, I don't think she realized that she called me a cookie monster. 
she's the one that eats the cookies. Ain't that something? I'm not the cookie monster. I'm the cookie maker. She get the words mixed up, you know, anyway. This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. From the Bay to LA and beyond, I love you more than you think. And uh, you know what? If you're feeling so dark and out, just, you know, you feel like you, you need to talk to somebody, call me. Call me. I, I mean, call my phone, ring my phone. I mean, send me a text. I can't send my number out there like that. But if you have my number, call me. If you have my email, IHVP network, it's tied to my phone where I can get dings and whatever. And Send me a message, send me an email, call me and, and we'll talk it out. Trust me. Um, you're here for a reason. I don't know what that reason is. I didn't know what my reason was in earth. I've been asking that question all my life. And um, this is, this is hardcore stuff here. But it's not. It's hardcore, but it's not. It's a tough planet, but it's not. It's an illusion, but it's not. It is insane. I start off saying that, and I'm into it saying that. All right, peace. We're going to get over this together. All right.